You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. Hi, this is Tom, and you're listening to Love is the Power podcast. This is Caroline. For those of you tuning in for the first time, we just like to share that this podcast is rooted in a self-inquiry method known as the work of Byron Katie, and that Tom has been practicing and certified in the work for over 20 years. This week's episode is a group meditation, which Tom facilitates on Wednesdays and Sundays. All are welcome, so if you're interested in participating, please visit theworkwithtom.com to get more information. In this week's episode, Tom prompts the group with the statement, I am responsible for. The group looks specifically at things that bring up stress and tension, and I think this is a belief that a lot of us can relate to. So we hope you enjoy and follow along and receive whatever insights and understandings make sense and resonate in your world. We thank you so much for your support and we will catch you next week. Thank you. So, just a friendly reminder that we are recording um, for possible use on a future podcast. So, if you happen to share during our time together, and after you're sharing, you you feel like you don't want your voice going out on a podcast, just let Dory or Caroline know, and... Um, Make sure to edit your voice out of the recording. In other words, um, don't hold back to um, you know because it might go out to the world. <laughs> Okay, so let's maybe let's start with just noticing any tension in the body.
and I love I love the living turnaround of consciously welcoming. So as you notice any tension in the body, as best you can, consciously welcome the tension. And just notice what happens the moment you welcome the tension. And now Just going to spend a little time noticing, you could say noticing qualities of who and what we are without a story. And one of the qualities is this ability to welcome. It's natural, effortless ability to welcome whatever is appearing. It's so effortless and so natural that we often miss this quality of what we are. And another quality of what we are, who we are, what we are, without a story, is the ability to hear. And for a moment, just open up to that within you that has the ability to hear. To hear the sound of my voice and also the ability to hear the thoughts that we usually refer to as my voice, the thoughts in my head. 
And just notice how this ability to hear doesn't actually come from the body. And again, to notice how effortless this ability to hear is. We are effortlessly able to hear the sound of our voice, as well as physical sounds through the ears. And another quality of who and what we are without our story is the ability to see. The ability to see images in what we refer to as the mind. and the ability to see through the physical eyes, what we call the world. And as best you can, consciously open up to this presence that has the ability to see and hear. And just notice how this presence doesn't need a thought or a story or a concept. to be able to see and hear. doesn't need a concept in order to be what it is. Awake, aware, seeing, hearing, and sensing. as the ability to sense 
body sensations and feelings. And again, notice how this ability to sense feelings, emotions, body sensations is effortless. No effort required to be able to sense the body. as sensations. And as best you can, allow yourself to rest as what you are. This effortless sensing, seeing, hearing presence. And for a couple moments, Allow resting as what you are to be enough. Even if it's just a moment, And now, let's um, everyone get a uh, blank sheet of paper and a pen. And of course, no one has to get a blank sheet of paper and a pen. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Just to explore one of the beliefs that because of this belief won't allow us to just rest as what we are, won't allow us to live from who and what we are without a story. So write down I'm responsible for dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I'm responsible for 
and then begin to notice moments of tension in your experiencing. And so it can be many, many, many different moments, but just one at a time, notice moments of tension or even fear, but some form of tension. And then see if you can discover what is it you're believing you're responsible for in that moment of tension? And so, and then we'll make a list. And so again, one way to access this list is just going to any moment of tension. And then looking, what, what is it you're believing you're responsible for in that moment? Okay, any, any volunteers to share what you discovered? I'm responsible for what other people think about me. Good one. That's very stressful. <laughs> yeah, so how, how is it you're responsible for that? Because I, I don't know, I think I, I just noticed that I think that I am because I'm always worrying about what people think about me and then trying to do something about it as if I can like change it. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the worry, the stress. Yeah, so is it true that you're responsible for what people think of you or how they experience you? Is it true? You're responsible for that. Yeah, actually, it feels like yes. That's what it feels like. Okay, so the feeling is your proof. So is the feeling is the feeling actually proof that you're responsible for how they experience you? Yes, that's all. I have to go on is how I feel. Okay, so is it proof that it's true? Is the feeling is the feeling absolute proof that it's true? No, yeah, it's just it's just all that I'm experiencing, but that doesn't mean that it's true. Okay. So look at the feeling itself. <sighs> And you're responsible for that feeling. Is that true? Yes. And what's your proof? Because it feels like I'm the one doing it. I keep doing it to myself. Uh-huh. And how, how are you doing it? Do you know how you're doing it? I just, I worry about what other people think and then I start feeling stressed about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you worry about it. You feel stressed about it. You think about it. So all those things are happening. Okay, so do you know how 
Do you know how you do that? Do you know how you worry? How you do the worrying thing? Hmm. Well, it seems like I just start thinking about stressful thoughts. I just start thinking. Okay. So do you know how you do thinking? Do you know how you do that? Hmm. I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. I just do it. So do you know how you do the thinking that leads to the experience well, I just of imagine stress? I just imagine someone and I imagine what they're thinking about me and then, yeah, okay, I just start so imagining it. Yeah, so do you know how you do the imagining thing? Do you know how you do that? I, well, I guess no, I just imagine it. I just, whoop, there it is, just do it. Oh, yeah, it just happens, huh? Huh. Yeah, it feels like it more, it's like attacking me almost. It's almost like it's happening to me, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah, it's happening. Just come up. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, so these thoughts and images are attacking you. Is that true? Yes, that's my experience is yes, it feels like they are attacking me. Yeah. Okay, give me an example of a thought and an image that's attacking you. Hmm. Well, I have like a client that happens a lot with, and uh, and it's just like, the minute I start thinking about that client, it's like, I start feeling bad, and it's like, feels like I can't stop thinking about it, and I just keep battling. Okay. So what's your image? What's the image and what's the thought? That you're saying is it is attacking him him sitting there looking at me a certain way feels kind of dark okay so that's the and image that's, yeah and is that image attacking you it, it feels like it is because that image comes up and then i start feeling bad okay yeah so, so that's why that's why we're looking at it. So is it actually attacking you, that image? You know, like, um, like open your eyes and look at the image of, is there like a table in front of you? Mm -hmm. So is that image attacking you? No. Okay, so now look at the image of your client. And if you look just at the image, just the image itself, is it attacking you? Oh, yeah, no, it's just there. Yeah, it's just there. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So then, yeah, so what happens? So I, but I still feel bad. Okay, so let's look at the feeling. So look at that image, either right now, look at that image and notice if the feeling comes up or go to the past where the feeling was there along with the image. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you're in touch with the feeling. 
Yeah, okay. I'm there. So the feeling is attacking you. Is that true? I, I guess I'm not sure. I just feel, I, it feels bad. Um, okay. and it, so that feels so, like it's... Yeah, so look hmm. right at the feeling, the sensation. Mm -hmm. And it's attacking you. Is that true? Hmm. Well, I guess it's not attacking me. I just feel bad. It just feels bad. Feels bad. Yep. So look right at your experience of the sensation, this feeling, sensation, and it's attacking you. Is that true? Kind of feels like yes i feel because i don't want it to happen i guess that's why it feels like it's attacking me because it's happening and i don't want it to and it's happening anyway okay so look at that thought i don't want this yeah so is that thought attacking you no no So I don't want this, this feeling, this sensation. How do you react? What happens when you believe that? The sensation appears and you believe you don't want it. How do you react? What happens when you believe that? I just realized something when you said that I attack the feeling. <laughs> I'm attacking the feeling. Yeah. It's not attacking me, I'm attacking the feeling. <laughs> yeah, because I start fighting it. I'm like, no, oh, no, and I start fighting it. Yeah. Start attacking that purely innocent feeling. <laughs> huh. It's just, it's just being what it is. It feels bad though. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want it. I don't want this. I don't want this feeling. Yeah. So again, experience how you react. What happens when you really believe you don't want this? Yeah, it feels worse. It feels really bad. Yeah. <sighs> So as best you can, allow yourself to be without this belief. I don't want this feeling. Who would you be? What would you be in the presence of this feeling? Without that story, I don't want this. Oh, it would feel better, actually. I mean, it would just feel kind of like, um, like kind of like lighter, <clears throat> feel lighter, not so bad. Yeah, not yeah. so bad. 
Yeah, so now turn it around. I do want this feeling. And just be open to considering. How, how might there be some truth that you actually do want this feeling? Hmm. Well, I kind of realized maybe I want this feeling because I keep obsessing about it. I mean, I'm like so interested in it. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like a way of wanting it because I'm like so interested in it. I mean, yeah. like obsessed about it. Yeah. Yeah, so keep opening up to how it, how it might be true that you actually want this feeling. So one is you notice you obsess about it probably sometimes, even when it's not there. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just through memory. I do want this feeling. It's like when I have that feeling, I can, I have a reason to feel bad about myself. Uh-huh. For, for some reason I kind of like that. Or some part of me likes that. Yeah, I do want this feeling bad about myself. Hmm. I just realized something. Otherwise it'll be oh it sounds weird. It'll like be too quiet. Mm-hmm. Like there won't be much going on. Yeah. I'm kind of scared of that, actually. Yeah, it's like, oh, I do want this sensation, agitation. And at least something's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid of the quiet sometimes, I think. Like if it's just kind of silent and still, it's like. <sighs> yeah. So I was just going to read a little something from Vernon Howard. What you're, what you're noticing made me think of this quote is. Notice how you're always doing something in order to keep the mind and body in motion. We are afraid of coming to a stop, of being empty, of not feeling anything. This fear is based on the illusion that without these excitements, we would cease to exist. We cannot imagine who we would be if we did not identify ourselves with agitation. Yes, we actually fear that we would cease to exist. And this is right. The counterfeit self would cease to exist.
Can you be without noise and stimulation and not be afraid? Can you be inwardly still without demanding a distraction from the strange stillness? So take a moment and just open up to no sensations, no emotions, no, no feelings, emotions, sensations, as best you can. Without running away. It's like open up to just being empty of agitation, feelings. Actually, that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it does feel like sounds so weird because I'm still here talking, but it feels like I'm kind of dissolving. Mm -hmm. But I'm still here talking. So yeah, I talking, that. talking still happens. Yeah. But I'm talking, right? <laughs> well, you know, I'm talking or talking is happening. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it just feels like I have to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because if it feels like if I'm, because hmm. other, hmm, I don't know, well, I don't know. Every time I start to say something, I'm not really sure about it. <laughs> yeah, it could be it's just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sound. You know, first generation sound talking. But then, how do I like? It just kind of feels like it's just like like space. So, like, how am I? What if I? I don't know. What if yeah. I just disappear or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so. Like, how do I do stuff? Okay. Do you know how you do stuff now? Like, you just moved your arms. Do you know how you did yeah. that? Well, no, I guess not. Nope. <laughs> do you know how you're, how you're doing this talking thing? Do you know how you're doing it? No, it just happens, huh? Yeah. Just noticing, well, I actually, I don't know how I do the talking thing or the thinking thing or the arm moving thing. I guess I just had this 
this seems like there has I have to be somewhere like I have to be here in here somewhere <laughs> yeah like just it know, seems like I have yeah just notice how it's just a thought okay. it is yeah it's like a little image of that's me I'm like <laughs> I'm in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah so look at that thought image that you go oh that's me so is that you? <laughs> it is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> wow. But, mm. I did, yeah, well, okay. That's just a thought. I just keep having a thought, but I, <laughs> I, I gotta be me. That's, that's me. Because uh-huh. otherwise, there's like, well, otherwise, it's just like really quiet. Then. Yeah. So now, you could, it's almost like you could say, open up to the quietness in which the mm. thought image appears. Oh, yeah. Now, you just saw clearly how the thought image, that's not actually you. In fact, it sounds like it looked a little absurd to think that was you. <laughs> it's like this thing floating there like that. <laughs> <laughs> Open up to the quietness that that thought image appears in. It's kind of like there's like a big ocean, and it's kind of like there was this movie screen in the sky. Like that's me. Yeah. There's the me on the movie screen, but it's like, but it's like it's it's in the big ocean. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're responsible for any of this experiencing. Is that true? Not, not I'm responsible. Because yeah. like I'm responsible is like that, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> that thing. <laughs> the me yeah. is like doing it. but that so in that sense I'm not because no yeah now open up to the no Hmm. you know it's like just noticing how experiencing happens all by itself as well as the content happens.
So can you absolutely know that you're responsible for experiencing and what is being experienced? Can you absolutely know that you're responsible for any of it? It's like when I believe in me, then it's like, yes, I am responsible. Okay. But if I'm, if I, but if I don't believe in that, then it's just like stuff happening. And it just feels like stuff floating in the sky or something. Yeah. And then look at believing that the stuff floating in the sky is you. Mm. And believing you're responsible. It just like it's all tight. It feels like everything goes like like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trapped in there. Yeah. It's like I get sucked in. It's like you look, it's like I look at it and then I get like sucked into it. It's like what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So as best you can, who would you be? What would you be without this story? I'm responsible for any of this experiencing of the experiencing and what's being experienced. Who would you be without that belief that you're responsible for the experiencing and what is experienced? just feels like I would be more, it just feels like things kind of dissolve a bit. That's just kind of what it feels like. Like, Yeah, so now allow it all to dissolve hmm. or collapse. And just notice how you don't cease to exist. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm still, I, I guess like watching is kind of the word that it kind of feels like, I guess, it's just kind of like. Yeah, experiencing continues. Hmm. You could call it watching. Another word might be experiencing continues. And then if that's not me, like this is not all, this is like not me then. Because I'm just watching it. Yeah, so as like best you, as best you can, again, be without the story that you're responsible for experiencing and you're responsible for what is being experienced. So again, as best you can, be without that story. You're responsible for any of it. Just notice what, what are you without that story? What remains without that story? It feels like a bright sky. It's like a, mm. a bright sky. 
sun shining in the sky. How much to say about it? Yep. <laughs> no, there isn't much to say. No, thanks, Jordan, for that for that meditation. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Todd, I see I see your hands up. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Cool. Good morning. All right. <clears throat> so I am responsible for, for being the happy, positive one oh, in yeah. the household. Oh, good one. Yeah. I really noticed that it really comes up when um, others are in stress or upset conflict you know yeah it's just it's it's not okay to to be at peace uh, yeah, yeah when it's alive yeah so you're responsible for being happy and like uh, upbeat uplifting what, what was it yeah and it's and it's and there's also that, yeah, and and then also it's not okay to like be that like real. I'd rather go with this one that it's it's not okay to be like just at deep peace when somebody else is really stressed. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why why is it not okay? No help. What's the proof that it's not okay? I don't know what the proof is. It's this fear of enraging them and being raged at. Oh, yeah, it's a childhood thing. Okay, yeah, so again, look at that. If you're at peace while they're upset, that's, that's not okay. So you're responsible for their feelings. So now welcome that little guy where this probably got started. That young Todd. And just welcome. 
that little guy who believed he was responsible for like mom's feelings, dad's feelings, people's feelings around you. So now that little guy, he didn't have grown up Todd as support. And now he does. So it's like both of you together and you're responsible for their feelings. Is that true? No. And then breathe that no in. Let it wash over and through that little two-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old, eight-year-old. Now just notice what happened to your world when you started to believe you're responsible for their feelings. Um, I would uh, tiptoe, you know, around the house. Uh, like try to not be seen, not be heard, to hide. Yeah. Yeah until it felt safe or I got my courage up or, you know, there was no way out of uh, being aware of being, yeah, you know what I mean? Anything else? I'm responsible for their feelings. Hiding, tiptoeing until it seems safe to come out. Um, cower. Uh, there's this sense that, uh, uh, yeah, they're much better than me. Oh, much wow. better. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're way up here and I'm way down here. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can see that it, uh, there's a physical representation because my stepmother was very tall and I was very short. So there's, there's that, that, that imagery as well. Yeah, I'm responsible yeah. for her feelings. Yeah. She's huge, and you're so tiny. Yeah. I notice I project that other people are taller than me, mm -hmm. even though they're not. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it makes sense, like, sensation-wise, you know, as far as the sensations. You know, yeah. I'm responsible for the, their feelings. Like, they're huge now. This person is huge. Yeah. Um, I don't, I do things out of fear. Uh, really thinking about how, how people would react um, mm -hmm. to what I do or what I don't do. A lot of decisions are based on, on that. Uh, a lot of, a lot of noise in the head is taken up with that. Um, there's, there's also like the community at large. Mm -hmm. um, I'm responsible for their feelings. Yeah. So when you believe this story, how much room does it feel like there is for you? Just the way you are. That much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like that becomes our concept or, or actually our experience of reality, life, God. You know, that, that much room for me, the way I am. Okay, so let's, let's kind of switch gears a little bit here. And again, working with grown-up you and then these younger versions, two, you know, two, three, whatever, eight, 12. And there is not room for you just the way you are. Is that true? Can you repeat that question? Yeah, there is not room for you just the way you are. Is that true? Has that ever been true even one time? Yes. Yes. And give me an example where that was true. It's it's <clears throat> when people are really upset and, yeah. and it feels like their upset energy is just completely filled the room. 
Yeah. And, and so like, there's at, just no room in that room for, for little old me. Yeah. So now look at one of those moments and look at reality. If you look just at reality, there isn't room for you just the way you are. Is that true? In reality? They're feeling very, very upset and you're feeling like there isn't room for you. And is it true in reality? No. Just let that in. And then continue to open up to all these different moments where it felt true that there was not room for you the way you are. Just keep noticing. Is that actually true in reality? Is that actually reality that there was not room for me as I was? Like what's coming to my mind is to maybe look at some moments where, where it looked like people were really upset and not just very upset, but it looked like they were very upset with you. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it sounds good. And no, it's not absolutely true. Well, is it true, period? That there's, there's no room for me? That there isn't room for you just the way you are. No. No. Yeah. And I appreciate that you said just the way I am. Yeah. Because I was I was noticing that there is the there's a kind of a sub belief there. It's like there's only room for me if I'm perfect. Or yeah. Like if I'm, I'm nice. happy. Yeah, kind of where you started. If I'm happy, if I'm right, up, if I'm light, if I'm up, 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 or whatever. Right. I, it's like, well, if they're really uh, upset, then I have to be the calm, cool, collective, supported one, supportive one, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Or if they're right. upset with me, I have to be the apologetic, sorry one. That's it. <laughs> apologetic. Yeah. I'm so sorry for being me. <laughs> right. Behaving badly. And, yeah. 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 So now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were my two, used to be my two favorite words. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry for being me again. Yeah. I got it wrong. Yeah. Okay. So now. Now will you stop yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> so, so now open up to reality as best you can. There, there was room for you just the way you were. That's reality.
every single moment so far. That's reality. Yeah, I, I feel this sense of like this energetic expansion mm-hmm. now and um, in in the past. Yeah, at all these different ages, just kind of yeah, take taking up some more room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and being uh, being com- more comfortable with that. Yeah, which which of course is the reality you could say of our experiencing we're taking up all the room <laughs> <laughs> like there's nowhere that we're not mm. yeah no no separation huh yeah, there's just nowhere where this where this presence of awareness that we are is not. I I had I heard these two words. It's like no disturbances, like the kind of in You know, imagining going back to the past and the stepmother, you know, yelling and angry and calling that disturbance. But, you know, mm-hmm. is that actually true? That's disturbance. Yeah. Right. It's just it's just a, a, a vibration. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, energy, sound, vibration. Yeah. But it doesn't disturb the presence of awareness. Nope. Yeah. It 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 uh, doesn't seem like it can be disturbed. And so one more time, just open up to reality. Room for you, what whatever you is. Mm-hmm. Just as you are. And could that actually be the truth of reality? Very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so look at reality again, whether you're reviewing your life moment to, you know, experience by experience, or right now. And if you're looking right at reality, could it be true? There's room for you. Just the way you are. Whatever that is, whatever that has been.
And then, as best you can, open up to the truth of reality. Room for me as I am, whatever that is. Yeah, that's the place. It's like whatever state, whatever thoughts, whatever energy, whatever mm -hmm. emotions, whatever action I'm doing, there's room for me. And now just notice how the moment you open to reality, room for me, just as I am, there's room for everyone just as they are. It happens simultaneously. Yeah. And now, as best you can, open up to reality. Room for everything and everyone. Just the way it is. And as many, you know, quote unquote, saints and sages have said, reality is of love. You'll notice how opening to the truth of reality, room for you and everyone and everything, just the way it is, is the same as opening to the experience of love. Room for everything and everyone. No one excluded, no one kicked out.
And now consider the possibility. Could it be you're not responsible for any of it? Yes. Yeah. From this place, I'm just going to share a quote from Byron Katie. Thanks, Todd, for that meditation. Thank you. So from this place, some words from Katie. It's personal, and it's not personal. It's personal in that the whole world is me. A mirror image that I am and love. Without it, I'm bodiless. And it's not that I need to look, it's just that looking is such a delight. On the other hand, it's not personal because I see nothing more than a mirror image until God, reality, moves, I have no movement. Every movement, every sound, every breath, every molecule, every atom is nothing more than a mirror image of God. So I don't move. I'm being moved. I don't do. I'm being done. I don't think. I'm being thought. I don't breathe. I'm being breathed. There is no me. There's nothing personal or real about it. Whenever you speak, it's God speaking. When a flower blooms, it's God. When Hitler marches, it's God. I see only God. Add one more O and you've got good. To me, they're synonymous. How could I not love all that I am, all that you are? One me. And now just open up to the possibility that none of this existence, none of this experiencing is your responsibility. Okay. 
or another way of saying that, open to the possibility that none of this experiencing is your business. Who would you be? What would you be? If you knew it to be true, none of it's your business. Who would you be? What would you be if none of it was your responsibility? Just experience. Okay, anyone want to share anything that you've been noticing as we travel in together here? Tom. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Yay. Um, I'm getting stuck with um, um, feeling responsible for the behaviors I choose. Yeah. Okay, so what's one of your favorite ones to be st stuck on about? What's your, one of your favorite behaviors to? I'm responsible for um, what I choose to eat. Yeah, good one and choosing healthy behaviors versus unhealthy behaviors. Yeah, okay. And so um, eating is one of those categories of healthy behaviors versus unhealthy behaviors, yeah? Yep. Yeah. So you're responsible for what you eat, what you put in your mouth. You're responsible for that. Is that true? You're responsible for what you put in your mouth and then what you chew and actually swallow. You're responsible for that. Is that true? Yes. And can you absolutely know that that's true? Actually, let's pause for a moment before. So, Look at 
thinking around food? Do you know how you do all that thinking? No. Okay. So now, sounds like you've identified some foods as healthy and some foods as unhealthy. Yes. So now, do you know how you did that? Uh, I was conditioned or taught. Okay. So now, do you know how you did that? How you believed? How you did the believing thing? No. Okay. So now, do you know how you move your body to get food like out of the refrigerator or shopping do you know how you do that walking deciding picking up the food putting it in the basket opening the refrigerator pulling out the food do you know how you do any of that no and then and really let that in You know, it, it appears like I'm doing it. And I can also see, I don't know how I'm doing any of this. Like, I really don't know how I'm doing it. I see it happening. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it might be a little uncomfortable. And, you know, it's the truth, <laughs> you know, that you can see for yourself. I, I actually, I don't know how I do any of this around the food thing. I mean, everything but around the food thing here. So it makes me very, the uncomfortable is like a fear that mm -hmm. I'm just, it, it's almost like this is going to feed into just being out of control. Yep. This is like this inquiry will make it worse. Yeah. yeah. Because so now, I will just be like, yeah, not so my now, fault. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing any of this. Okay. So now open up to out of control. You know, it's like, I don't ever want to be out of control. Well, aren't you already? <laughs> Isn't it too late? Yeah, it's, it's way too late. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so now, you know, turn it around. I'm willing, as in open, to like letting in the out-of-controlness around food. You know, it's like, I don't want to let it in. I, I, I don't want to experience. I don't want to let it in. And now, as best you can, just let it in, this out of controlness around food. 
even if it's scary. Just welcome the fear. If, it, if any fear shows up, just as best you can, welcome it. Yeah, interestingly, I'm not currently feeling any fear. Yeah, good. So one more time. I'm willing, I'm open to experiencing or being out of control. Mm. And just notice what it's like the moment you're open to, open to that. I'm not sure I can completely open to it. Okay. And so right now in this moment, it's not safe to, to open, to be open, to out of control. You need to hold on to control. <laughs> right now in this moment, is that true? It, it feels like there, there is some need to want to hold on to some control. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you want to hold on. That's how I heard you say it. Yeah. And do you need to right now in this moment? Do you know for sure that you need to hold on to any control at all right now? Just this moment. No. Oh. Oh, no. And so how do you react? What happens when you really believe you need to hold on to control? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I just tense up and the mind just comes up with lots of thoughts about how I should control. Mm -hmm. yeah, like how usually, yeah, bring, usually it'll bring up past about how you weren't controlling, and future I have to control. So again, just you'll experience this belief, I need to hold on to control, some control.
And now just as an experiment, allow yourself to be without this belief that you need to hold on to any control at all right now. As best you can. Notice who or what you would be without this belief. You need to hold on to some control. I, I arrive kind of back at the same place um, with when um, I think it was Jordan did his inquiry, like it comes, I come to that place of stillness and yeah. emptiness. Yeah. Now as best you can, just allow yourself to rest there for a few moments, that emptiness and stillness without this story. And could it be true right now, you don't need to hold on to any control at all? Could it be true right now? My mind does want to say like, well, I can let, I can believe that right now, as long as I can start believing in the control thing again soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. I have my belief back after this session is over? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so now is it a belief that you don't need to hold on to control or is it reality, the truth? It is, it, is, it is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so now in reality, you're also free to hold on to control anytime you want. You're free to experiment with holding on to control as a path to health. <laughs> <laughs> or happiness, which ultimately is what we want health for, peace or happiness. You're free to experiment with holding on to control, wanting control, needing control as a path to peace and happiness.
And again, to just notice right now, do you need to hold on to control at all? Just now. Not right now. And that and just open up to the truth of this moment. Uh, uh, right now. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Aladi, is that how you say it? Aladi. Aladi. Yay. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. And um, thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining together again. And so grateful to. hang out together in this way. So thanks for, thank you for making it possible. And um, see you next time. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Life is lived in lessons. Each lesson's got its theme. They keep circling back for you until you start to see. Where you forgot you were connected with everything. It's okay, we all do it too. It just takes remembering. It's okay, we all do it too. It just takes remembering. That love is what we're all here for. It's the only score we're keeping so settle yours love is what we're all here for it's the only scar we're keeping so settle yours you can do all of the things you can play all of the parts you can make a mess of everything or score off all the charts But when you reach the end and you think that you have died You will do it all again You will do it all again You will do it all again satisfied. The 
views and opinions expressed on the Tom podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as The Work. For more information on Byron Katie, please visit thework.com. If you wish to learn more about Tom, a certified facilitator of The Work, and the podcast's eponym, please visit theworkwithtom.com. Thank you.